there's just like these karmic debts that you have to pay from life to life because you really do you're here to learn a lesson and if you kind of mess up those lessons in your past life then you still have some time to to make it up Hey ladies. Hey ladies and welcome back to Herspective. Oh my god, I cannot wait for this episode to start. I'm so excited for our <laughs> listeners to hear this. It's going to be so great. But right off the top, let's get our uh, sponsor shout out done and we'll get into it. Yes, yeah, so thank you to our sponsor Intamo Pleasurables for supporting Herspective. Intamo Pleasurables is a Canadian sexual self-care company. They use 100% plant-based ingredients in all of their products. They are a company that cares and gives back a portion from every sale to facilitate free sex and pleasure education in our communities. Head to intamopleasurables.com for their full line of products and use coupon code HERSPECTIVE20 at checkout. And another thank you to our sponsor, Birch and Fog, for supporting the show. Birch and Fog is an online luxury plant-based wellness shop for the modern woman. They carry a wide range of CBD products. We can't recommend them enough. We've been using the uh, CBD sleep drops, and they are absolutely amazing. So to learn more you can uh, about their products, check them out on Instagram at Birch and Fog or go to their website, www.birchandfog.com. And of course, use coupon code HERSPECTIVE20 at checkout to get $20 off your first order. We are certainly obsessed with them and their products and we know that you will too so check them out yeah we use them every night well i do actually a couple nights i didn't use the cbd drops and i noticed that my sleep was much different the nights that i do use it i have like a deep sleep like i don't remember dreams when i wake up i'm almost like whoa how long have i been asleep for so for anybody that like needs that like deepness to their sleep like i honestly cannot recommend this product enough it works so well for me so i'm super like grateful because having sleep troubles like my whole life I just really needed something that was like natural and safe to help me just get into that deep sleep and stay in it yeah no it's certainly nice to start your day refreshed and sleep troubles are like the actual worst yeah well if you're not sleeping like it affects literally every other aspect of your life and especially for moms and dads but for parents it is there's nothing worse than having no energy for your kids and for yourself. So if you're somebody mm-hmm. that falls into any of those categories, again, we recommend. Um, <laughs> but yeah, on another just like overall wellness note, I've started a fitness journey, as you know. So I have I a know. trainer coming to the house and so far it's going really great. So just... Uh, yeah, anybody that's interested, uh, I could recommend my trainer. She's fantastic. Um, but it's not about like, oh, I need to be skinny and I need to be that. It's just honestly, I just want to feel the absolute best I can feel. And I always do feel better when I am more fit and like it gives me more energy combined with sleeping better. I just, it's awesome. So like I'm on this like yeah. new thing where I just need to be at peak optimal health (laughs) and maybe it's because I'm getting 
older, like my birthday soon and like approaching. Are you feeling that looming or like? Yeah, I am. Of course, I'm excited about it. I'm a Leo. So like all about me. I love it. But I am feeling that like I, I'm now past this like middle point of closer You're to 30. You're on the other yeah. edge of mid to late closer to yeah. 40 like I can't even say it so I have this whole thing like I'm oh my going, god I can't even say it either it's, it's <laughs> terrible I mean it's good it has pros and cons like I'm older and wiser uh but I mean I feel like I need to go into my 40s like as healthy and fit as possible so I'm on this whole like thing where I need to just like like I said be at max optimal health and fitness okay but also chill like it's still a long way away i know but it takes time to get there and maybe these are just my little like insecurities or idiosyncrasies that i have and i think a lot of people especially women have this um so it's just a relatable thing like i'm feeling it i'm no longer early 30s or mid 30s i'm now getting into late 30s approaching 40 um which i don't feel that at all like I think about that number and what I guess it represents to me in my brain. And I'm like, no, I'm actually 21. So I'm not I sure know. where that other 20 years went. <laughs> <laughs> Even ask a six-year-old, they say the same thing. And it's kind of, it's good because obviously, you know, it's better to, to feel young and vibrant, but it's sad as and scary as fuck. Like, you're not. Sorry, I'm a little depressed. <laughs> like all positive about it. I'm like, no, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, there is pros and cons. Um, obviously, when you get older, most people I think feel that. Like apparently, when you turn forty, there's just a natural, a natural, um, like regression of the body. I know. I think anybody, oh, like the sorry. human body. Um, so I want to counter that as much as possible. So, well, I think also, um, be excited because what I, what I thought you were going with that was women, um, usually say that they peak around their forties. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that is true. And it's funny because when I do talk to women older than me, like significantly older and I say, oh my God, like I'm almost 40, they kind of laugh, of course. And they're like, okay, you're still like a spring chicken. But a lot of them do <laughs> say like, I thought I would love turning, like getting into my 30s and that would be my favorite. And then they hit 40. So they'll say to me, like, wait till you're 40. You're going to love it. Like, I guess it just comes with its whole other set of advantages and perks. And so it's important to focus on the good, right? Yeah. And look at look at when you were 20 or, or a teenager, like, you know, in other previous decades of your life, like I already know I'm, yes, I'm 31. So I'm in my thirties, but not, not that far yet, but I already feel a difference. Um, being in my thirties, I feel more confident in myself, more secure, smarter, you know, so you already, there is obviously you feel better as you get older, um, with certain regards. And then of course the other regards are your body is decaying. So I guess that's why it's good that you're getting on top of of it. Thank you. I know. Decaying. (laughs) It's true. It's not decaying. Let's be honest here. (laughs) Deteriorating. Is that better? (laughs) It's just going through a change. (laughs) <laughs> well, um, you know, speaking of wellness, um, we we noticed that there's an, a woman who is seemingly not well. Um, also approaching 40. 
also approaching 40 like how old is she she's oh she's, she's more than seven or 38 yeah so she's older but anyways britney spears um is seemingly you know fucked up yeah i know i totally to have it. been wanting to chat about this too like i it's it's coming up more and more and probably because of like algorithm yeah. like i'm clicking on things that have to do with her on instagram but like the free britney movement is a thing and like what the hell yeah. is going on like we need like a celebrity expert to come on here and like clear things up but and talk about it yeah because apparently. you know what it is we've been saying this for a long time her instagram is fucking insane like it, like it's so confusing i why does she not have a publicist where's her stylist why does she look so bad all the time like what is going on with britney and so this is nothing new but like i just can't believe it's still continuing and now people are starting to get concerned like somebody like the things that she's saying um it, she's just seemingly unwell well i think it isn't seeming. I think she is unwell. But and obviously unwell. this is just like also speculation. But there is that whole fact about the conservatorship, which is through her dad. And I I heard that also her boyfriend is involved. So the reason she looks and acts like she's crazy, I think, is probably because A, she is going crazy. Who wouldn't? If you're like, uh, you know, a woman approaching their 40s and every aspect of your life is controlled still by your father and you've had nothing but controlling is people that in true, your life. Though? Well, it sounds like it. Like more and more information that's coming out is around the conservatorship. So it sounds like that is like a legit thing. And it sounds like she is actually trying to fight against that. Like there's court dates coming up saying like she's trying to like cancel that but is that why she's not with her kids well that's what i always wonder is like why are they never in the video but apparently she only sees them like rarely she has 30 percent custody and again i need to say who this has is all rest? speculation i don't not know kevin maybe kevin who knows Jesus. i saw a quick clip of i think it's her oldest son posting um you don't see his face in it it looks like he's on an ig live and he's like well answering questions how people ask their questions on an ig live and i guess one of them was like do you like your grandpa which is britney's dad and he's like no he's a fucking dick or something so little things like that like lead me to believe that not all of this is bullshit like there is some concerns like that are legitimate in her life but I feel like at that age like something needs to be wrong with you if you are like spending your time just walking in front of a camera in weird little outfits and you're Britney Spears like you're the queen of pop like you were literally sitting on top of the world yes obviously quite manufactured and clearly controlled which is so shitty for like young stars like justin bieber kind of had a meltdown like i feel like it's sort of inevitable in yeah. a lot of ways for all yeah. of these young Children young stars child yeah. stars um to go through this because like what other life do they know i know but what's crazy is what like okay yes they were in that world she was in it's nothing new um she was a child star but still did she fire her publicist did she fire her manager did she fire her stylist like why are they not talking to her? Well, I think they're all part of this conservatorship contract. I don't understand. I'm not going to pretend to like understand what that is. But it's apparently like a legally binding contract that gives whoever is the conservator all power, all control. So 
apparently these are the only things that she's like allowed to do she's not allowed to post on social media without like approval like these things I guess these little quick clips of dress up and fashion show and dancing whatever are pre-approved so she's allowed to do those things um but anything else I don't think is approved so interviews like are scripted everything she is like requested to do or is a lot or is doing that is live that is public consumption is already pre-planned and like controlled so again speculation this is what the world wide web is saying um and now it's like really becoming conspiracy theory because people are commenting saying like hey Brittany if you need help wear yellow and then she apparently wore yellow the next video so I mean what to believe what not to believe I don't know but I really like woman to woman I just feel like sad if that's her life like she ruled the pop scene for all these years she's part of all of our well our youth our like growing up a lot of us idolized her our styles were developed because of what she was doing and wearing and now she is like a caged animal at least that's what it seems and like a very sick caged animal so I really hope that like she does get help or she does like get out of this and is allowed to live her own fucking life I mean this isn't really a celebrity breakdown podcast but obviously it's something that as other women were concerned about it doesn't matter if you're a celebrity or not it just it, it's not natural it doesn't feel natural it doesn't look natural no makeup artist or stylist would allow somebody of Britney's caliber to look like the walk of shame like Worse she literally though. looks like she's partied all night and that's what she looks like the next day it's like she's literally trying to achieve the same smudgy eyeliner that hideous bangs like the outfits oh my god like it it's very strange it's very very strange well it's almost kind of like a michael jackson-esque type deal where it seems like she's holding on to this yeah but even then she didn't look like bad then like she looks bad yeah, but she was also so much younger then. So you can't translate what you look like at 20 at almost 40 as we are <laughs> realizing. So like the the little tiny shorts and crop tops, like her body is still banging. Like Her body is banging. Pretend it, yeah, like she is beautiful and in great shape, but... It's really hard to see that literally through. She needs to else. look her age. Well, and, and even if she was a a 15 year old looking like that it still doesn't look good like it it's not a good look for any age it's not like she's grown out of the look it's like you've grown out of the the trends the era like everything nothing is working not one part is yeah but i think we would accept it more if she was still 15 16 years old like you'd be like yeah well typical teenager looking kind of crazy and wild and yeah experimenting but as a mother of two a multi multi millionaire like the accolades that she has behind her yeah. who she is as a whole like it just isn't the dots are not <laughs> it's connecting fucked up. it's not right it's it is fucked up and like i just feel sad because i think like over the years we've seen so many celebrities that were part of our youth like go down these terrible paths die unfortunately like just have such bad experiences breakdowns all that and like here's another one and it's like oh my god i'm so nervous like the next report is going to be like suicide which i don't want to put that in the universe no not not on wood but 
yeah, I'm putting out there that Brittany does get the help. Someone swoops in and like realizes this is fucked and she needs well, help. She re- she just released something saying that this is her because people are like, Brittany, what the F is going on? And she released something saying like, this is just me being happy. So, you know. But you have to wonder if that's all manufactured, if that's controlled. Okay, fair. But what if it is? Like, what if she's legit being happy? Then all the power to her. I pray that is actually the truth me too i hope that is it just feels like she's never involved with her kids though like that's the concern and she doesn't address any of the comments even by other i don't know quasi celebrities that are like britney are you okay like she does not address that and i think as most public figures or influencers have like comments like that they do address at least one or two this is like she's just completely oblivious to people being like are you okay it's not surprising you need help (laughs) like should we should we rescue it's not surprising though because she she just um really has the air of oblivion um all around her and it's like she's like missing brain cells. Like even remember the video she yeah. posted about her burning down her gym. Like, oh, I like burned it down. <laughs> We're like, what? everyone was like, what the fuck? You just burnt down your gym? And I don't know. Just the way she says everything. It's uh, uh, anyways. It's nonchalant and it's like it's no- so inconsequential. Aloof. It's almost. so yeah. Really, it's just really weird. Like you're a grown ass woman who literally is, you know, traveled and like talented and like done so much how in the fuck are you this daft you hold the title or (laughs) held the title of queen of pop like that's a pretty major thing but yeah i mean it just doesn't seem natural like there's something about it that just doesn't seem no it seems authentic either she's part of some sort of ring and this is her yeah like she seems like (laughs) a robot almost or just like this weird yeah so if anybody out there, any of our listeners have any actual hardcore facts and know stuff, like fill us in because obviously we're curious and we feel bad. And we'd rather be proved wrong right now on this. Totally. Totally. And I mean, I think this is kind of a good segue into the episode. And I don't know why I, I'm so excited about all of our guests all the time. Like, obviously, we love all of them and we feel so like honored to be able to speak with them. But this episode, for some reason, like really gets me going i think, I think it's because, because yeah because it's of so your, unknown well it's so unknown but i think you have feel an alignment towards it because of your own personal I, like i don't know gift i wouldn't say gift Experience. for you but like yeah your your inclinations maybe yeah i mean so just to give some insight obviously i posted a video about the episode so we have a medium joining us today and she's fantastic um also she is not someone who practices she doesn't have a business uh of mediumship which is a term we learned uh she does this sort of like for family and friends on the side but this is not promoting like a business uh she she doesn't make money doing this but she just has this gift uh so i want to make sure that was said yeah she's she's here just to talk to us about it not not promote anything yeah and fill us in we want to know more about it and she really opened my eyes and since the show or since the recording i have been trying really hard to like make those connections and become more open which we get into also you and i are kind of closed off a little bit to some of these connections and like allowing these energies to speak to us i don't know even know if that's the right way to say it but 
Yeah, um, that sounded right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some people are like, oh my God, this is such a load of shit and I don't believe in it at all. And they're all about science and like just the science proves wrong. And then lots of people like us are totally into it and too many things have happened to for science to be able to explain it away um obviously yes coincident coincidences are a thing i know that but sometimes it just feels otherworldly yep i guess yeah so yeah i i think we should probably get into the show we're super excited um we're really excited for our listeners to hear this because i think there's a lot that can be taken away and will benefit people. So we are super happy to have April Monroe on the show. She is a medium or she calls herself an intuitive and she will explain that as well. So without further ado, welcome to the show, April. Thank you so much for being here. We're so unbelievably excited to talk to you. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited too. And like I said, nervous because... Um, this is something that I've only like within the last 10 years have, um, like really accepted. Don't be nervous around us. <laughs> We're just having a girl talk conversation. <laughs> exactly. No problem. No totally problem. chill. Uh, but yeah, just to give some more background on what you're nervous about and why we're so excited to talk to you is you are a what I just learned is called an intuitive and probably more commonly known as a medium. And, you know, there's so many different opinions on that whole type of, I don't know, area. What yep. like, what do people call that? That whole type of spirituality or mm-hmm. energies. Yeah. It's all of that. And for some people, it can be a business, which is, which is awesome. I think that in the last 20 years, it has become a legitimate business <laughs> because there was some sketchiness mm-hmm. happening back in the day. But um, I think that they're actually reliable now too. So, But the reason why I like to be called intuitive is because I'm not really practicing or like advertise the fact that I, I do this. I'm more of like a parlor trick kind of girl. So, Okay, so when you say practicing, you mean like making money off it or you yeah. mean welcoming yeah. it? No, like, okay. well, a little bit of both. Like a lot of people um, invest all of their time into development and they run it as a business, which is great because they're helping so many people through their gifts. But with me, um, I just don't know if that's where I want to go. I, I love that I that I have this ability right now, but I just feel like I'm not called to do readings on a regular basis. I think I'm called to do something else. So still using those okay. gifts though. You know what? Let's just back right up a little bit. Like, <laughs> can you tell us what the gift is um, a little more in detail? Like, yeah, there's different areas of it. So there's the clairvoyant, which is somebody that can see spirits clearly. And there's the clairsentient, which you can smell them and get senses. And then there's the clairaudient. And that's what I am. I used to be clairvoyant. Um, but as a kid and then into my twenties, when I was so wide open, it was, um, it was really scary. And I just said, I don't want this anymore. I, this is too much. And so it shut down, but then it kept coming back at me. And so now I hear people more than, than I see. Wow. So those different areas of it. Yeah. I actually, I had no idea that 
there was different areas. I thought if you had this gift, you just have it and you see, yeah, you both. can hear, you can, mm-hmm. I guess, I didn't know you could smell. So is Never it like, that. <laughs> yeah, when you say smell, does that mean like that there's a certain smell that comes every time it could. when a spirit is around or there's like a smell associated? Like someone's grandma's perfume yeah. or something like... You know what? That's so funny because I was just thinking that because what I smell is my grandmother's perfume. Oh my gosh! I'm, like, maybe I'm Claire. What what would my you be? could Claire be audience? Claire said you Claire audience. Yeah. yeah. So with my um, grandmother and my grandfather, they come to visit me all the time, and um, my grandfather, even in his living years, were he was always the one that was doing all the talking, and she was the strong, silent type at the back very supportive but she always wore elizabeth arden red door and like i'll be vacuuming and all of a sudden i smell it and i was like hi but um it's so it's so like her that i was given it as a gift by my mother-in-law and i was like i'm so sorry i can't i can't it's hers i can't have it on me yeah so um, (laughs) i mean and that would be kind of unusual yeah, and if somebody is um, a smoker and all of a sudden you smell smoke, but there's no smokers in your house and that's where you're smelling it, then chances are it's somebody you know that's coming to talk to you wow. and wants to get your attention who was a smoker in his past life. Oh my goodness. It's, it's so crazy how they can come. <laughs> but also, I just want to say that we were just chatting away in our recording and then everything cut out. And April, why do you think that happened? Because you just sort of mentioned it, but I want it to be you know, common knowledge. (laughs) Sure. So whenever you're working with spirits, you're working with energy. And so it takes a lot of energy for them to come here and communicate with people. And so it always messes with electronics, always. (laughs) So um, lights can go cameras will fail uh so should we expect that to happen again i was just gonna say bear (laughs) with us if this keeps happening (laughs) well do you know what it is yeah that just means somebody has a message for you and just not i'm not open to get to it yet interesting i think it's just a bunch so normally what happens like a bunch kind of come through they're like oh great she's gonna talk she's gonna like she's ready and then um it's not until i'm ready to flick the switch to be like okay who's here okay sorry i would need you to explain that more too like (laughs) so i'm not familiar at all because you know it's no secret um we've talked about this a lot on the show i'm not really intuitive when it comes to my own self let alone with like any spirits or, or things like that like i try to you know i believe in like the universe and the energy and the world and stuff and i totally believe in good vibes but like i don't really know much about it so how they know that they should talk to you or like are they talking to me and lauren right now but we just can't hear it most likely so you're always going to have signs from somebody on the other side it could be for me i always know my grandmother's telling me like stay the course if i see feathers but they have to be white fluffy feathers and they'll show up in the most random places like down like a coffee shop downtown and it's it's in their bathroom like it's just the weirdest thing one was in my camera bag when I went to a photo shoot so um it can just pop up anywhere dimes is another one if you see 1111 on your on your car you know clock I always see 1111 oh my god I see 1111 all the time every every day day. I have some yeah I have I have some strange like pull that I will happen to just look at my phone clock and it will always yeah. be eleven eleven. I mean, not always, but like it feels like every day I decide at that moment to like turn on my phone to see what time it is and it's eleven eleven. And I, my, I've heard the dimes thing. My mom finds dimes all the time. She's 
she's really open um, as she tries to explain to me like oh Lauren you should be open to this sort of thing but I tell her it freaks me out and I'm scared I'm open to it being a possibility I like that someone like yourself or and other mediums are out there but not I you. think I've watched too much TV <laughs> And too many movies, and I think it's gonna show up like something's gonna show up like a poltergeist or something. And scare yeah, the shit is out that of me. possible, April? Yeah, well, I don't know much about poltergeist, but um, I do say I will say that um, when you, oh gosh, how am I gonna explain this? <laughs> um, <laughs> when so your vibration is a big deal. So you know when you're feeling really high vibes and you're feeling really happy and you're listening to great music and you're watching happy movies. It's keeping your vibration high. So. The good spirits are going to come to you and talk to you and be a part of you. And that's where you want to be. But if you're watching horror movies and you're listening to death metal and all these things that kind of weigh on you, then that's like low vibes. And that's why you also want to stay away from people that are super negative because it brings you down. Um, So I try to stay away from all of those movies. Uh, The reason being is I watch the exorcism of Emily Rose as I was entering into like my 20s where I was super wide open and it ruined me for a long time so <laughs> oh my goodness wow, yeah that's terrifying. and I was living in an apartment and uh my roommate at the time was very into it and we weren't being safe we were just like yeah we can totally see things things are happening this is cool and then it so she was becoming, a medium too yeah but she was different like what do you mean being unsafe um what happened so in an apartment building that is older there was a and it was a big apartment building there was a lot of residual spirits or people that have stayed like spirits that have stayed there so they didn't want to cross over for whatever reasons some go some ghosts some spirits choose to stay on this plane instead of crossing over to the other side um and that's where mediums will really try to help to kind of grab them and, and bring them over to the other side um if they're there they're sort of like replaying their life again or for some, they they could have suffered addictions, so they want to actually still feel. So if you're like drinking with your your roommate back in your 20s and you're drinking a lot, they want to feel that, so they can actually go into you and and oh and God. take that. Yeah, so it can be kind of scary. But we had some things like go missing in our apartment. Um, we had scratches on our face and hands, and and we would see like black oh figures God. and stuff, and we we're like, whoa. This can't oh happen. my god! I keep yeah. getting goosebumps every time you say something. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so I just that was like, yeah, there was a good like few years where I was just like totally I'm like, okay, well I've known that I've had this for a long time. Okay, this girl is really cool. She she sees it, um, and it was interesting. But like Ouija boards and stuff, and we were like, nope. Okay, we've gone too far without knowing enough. So um, I shut it down. So that's where like. I guess going back to my story, it kind of goes into this too, where as a kid, I would see people and I would know things all the time. It was fine. I was kind of scared, but kind of dealt with it. But it wasn't until my 20s and I was like, okay, this is too much. So then I was like, I'm done. I'm out. I can't do this. This is too much. So how do you turn it off? Um, You kind of ignore the signs, but you also just say to them, to your guides, because everybody has spirit guides. Um, I'm done. Like, I don't want to see this anymore. And so it, it shut down for a little while and then it popped up again. And then my mentor had said, you can't shut the door on it anymore. It's too, you're too far gone. <laughs> so, and so she's educated yeah. me on how to be safe and how to, um, how to keep my vibe high. So I stay away from anything that really drags me down. 
Wow. Uh, that's good overall, I think, mm-hmm. um, you know. Just general practice. Gift, but in general, yeah. yeah. So actually going back a little bit, um, so you obviously have said that you had this gift since you were a child. Like how did you know? When did it first come to you? Like what what kind of forms does it come in that kind of indicated that you weren't – and dare I say crazy, because I also think uh, that's probably a big stigma that comes with this sort of thing. And we definitely want to get into that also later. But like, how did you know as a child, something's happening? This is not just normal for everybody. I think seeing things and then my grandmother was very open and she would talk to me like it was normal. And my aunt would talk to me like it was normal. Like, you know, like, yeah, when when I was younger, my the night my grandfather passed away, he came to me and was like, oh, okay, so that, that happens to us. Cool. Okay. So it sort of was kind of like part of all of us. My sister had it a little bit. Um, she's a little different. She, she feels things. Or so, sorry, she sees animals. That's the crazy thing about her. So, Or she'll know. She's a vet tech and she'll know intuitively if the, what's like what, pretty much what's wrong with the animal or if it's going to survive or not. Um, so we, wow. we talked about it for a long time. I think we played with it like it was funny because it was something we grew up with. And then um, there was one time my grandmother lived in this house and we swear it was haunted by an old man because we kept seeing this old man. And then we were downstairs in the basement with the lights off with some of our friends. And we were like, if anybody's here, give us a sign. And then the chain of this like uh, lamp that my grandmother had started shaking. And we were like, oh my God. So I think that was when I was like, okay there's something really real here because nobody else saw that but my friends witnessed this with me so and I think it was about 12 when I kind of appreciated it so but I never really did anything so it does actually come in the form of like a figure like an apparition or I, I I hate to use this as a reference again but like in the movies like when you see i sort of muted figures or lights um do they actually yeah do they actually look like yeah human figures people or is it so for me for me it's different so what i'll see if i'm sitting with somebody i'll see a spark of light over top of somebody's shoulder Mm. or oh i've heard i will see this yeah or i'll see a spark come from the other room sometimes i see a person's face so vividly just in my brain like not even like outside of it it's always in my in my brain so um and I'm usually right like okay this person's wearing this this person's wearing this and it's it's pretty interesting um and and that's how it comes to me so it's not like a figure that's standing in front of me it's more like these little symbols that come into my head to help the person that I'm reading to say okay so if it's your grandmother she's wearing a floral dress does that make sense? Yes, it does. Okay. She also has her hair like this. Okay, that makes sense. So it's a lot of symbols for me to, and it, it takes a lot of deciphering. <laughs> there was one time this woman came to me and it was a man I worked with and she kept showing me a boat, an island, and a, an engagement ring. And I was like, what am I going to do with this? And so I went to the guy. I'm like, I don't know what this means, but she's showing me you on a boat and you're going to an island and then you have an engagement ring. He's like, I'm going to the Cayman Islands to propose to my my girlfriend. Oh, my God. So it was – so, like, we don't know exactly what they're trying to say. Sometimes I wish it was just really clear, but it sometimes it's not. Yeah, but usually if you kind of present that to the person, it is clear for them, right? 
Yeah. It makes a lot more sense. There are some, though, that just can get, like, full-on sentences from people. And my mentor is one of them. She is incredible. And I just wish that I could tap into her. (laughs) I'm still learning. Do you use this gift for your own, like, uh, decisions that you need to make and, like, your own life and stuff? Yeah. There's two ways that I've learned to do it. So the one thing that you have to learn uh, know about mediumship is that it can never be used for personal gain. But you can also get some kind of hints to where you're going and sometimes and there's so much doubt that I have um, in my own career path and they will give me signs to show me that I'm on the right path and that's the feathers um, the other thing is is that I take on a I'm an empath as well Do you guys yes know I've been told that actually yeah. a few times in my life that it, I, I had my palm read and again whether you believe that or not um, that person said a few things way back then I think it was for my 18th birthday and they have stayed with me throughout my life and she had said you're you're very much an empath and be careful with that so I kind of was like whatever yes. but now so, as I've gotten older I'm like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so a lot of the times as an empath you're sort of like you're like velcro and so you can walk through the world and like everybody's energy mm-hmm. is popping on you and mm-hmm. um you know, I, I take that on huge. And I'm also at the point where I'm such a people pleaser too that I can actually go the other way and actually have too much of it on me. And then I become really negative. So I have to be careful with that. So what I do is I do check-ins a couple times throughout the day, especially like not today because I was so stressed. <laughs> but um, generally I'm like, oh, okay, I'm feeling like I have a headache. Is this mine? And uh, you'll hear yes or no. And then you can just say, can you take it away? And then so many times instantly I get relief. Um, I could be around somebody and have like a stomach ache. And I was like, "Wow, okay, who has a stomach ache around here? And then somebody will be like, yeah, I do or whatever. So it's really interesting. Um, when I'm around somebody who's super negative, I start yawning and I'm super tired because they're stealing all of my energy. So I'm learning as I go how to control that, um, like that energy source. (laughs) So, so it is really in the form of energies like that is sort of what this whole um, being an intuitive is like you're just sensing and sometimes being seeing human too, but though. energies yeah definitely yeah. and I mean I you saying that being around someone who's super negative you feel like tired I just thought about that for a second it's so very accurate like when I think about situations in my own life when I've dealt with like a lot of negativity from somebody else like it is absolutely exhausting and I don't think I've ever really made that connection till like right now I'm making it right now with like I'm thinking back to conversations where or times when all of a sudden I can't stop yawning and I'm like uh that makes a lot of sense I was dealing with a conversation I didn't want to deal with yeah so take lots of overall tired though like just like I feel and you want to go to bed I feel (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. So the, and then wow, you feel miserable crazy. too, right? Oh yeah. And then they were like, "What's wrong with you? You look, you look like you're upset with me or whatever." And you're like, "I don't know what's wrong with me. I just want to go to bed." But you have to take lots of breaks. So, uh, like my mentor Beverly says, go to the when you start feeling that way, go to the bathroom, look at something really, look at TikTok for a couple minutes because it always makes you happy. Like something that's gonna bring your vibe up again, and then you can resume that conversation with somebody or just end it. So I like to just end it. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Probably better to just end it. Mm-hmm. You know what I wanted to ask you? Okay. So sometimes 
like I said, I don't believe myself to be super intuitive. I know people hate that sometimes because they're like, everyone is, but, um, so I don't really feel that way, but I will have thoughts pop into my head out of nowhere. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I can be like, I really anxious. So they can be like worrisome thoughts, like, like negative thoughts, like, like about safety, like, oh my God, imagine if a, a killer was standing right there or something like that. Like, is, does that mean I'm like willing it to happen or is somebody warning me or is that just Probably. my, my, my mind? No, it's probably somebody warning you. So like what about though? a killer? Yeah, no, not a killer, but just maybe that's like so. Everybody has these like things that are going to be so. How do I explain that? Like things that are going to make you become alert. So for me, I got into a car crash a long time ago. Like I was twenty two, and um, I know that the spirits were like trying to get my attention because I was going to crash and I didn't realize. So they were like turning my music up, turning my music off, doing all these things. And I was like, what is happening? But it was the only way they could get my attention. So now whenever there's a little bit of danger, they mess with my speak, my stereo all the time. And I, I get it. So if you think that there's like some danger there, then maybe they're just, that's the only way that they can get that message to you. It might not be a killer, but it's just like, you should be alert. <laughs> so... Oh my god. Okay, so just a few days ago, I was at my boyfriend's cottage and it was just the two of us. We were packing up ready to go, but I had a call, so I had to wait. And I don't know what it was. I was also watching something scary, so I beg of you to tell me that that's what it was. My imagination running wild, but out of nowhere, I was just like, "Oh my god," and I couldn't stop looking out the windows because I was terrified that somebody was out there. And like I didn't even tell my boyfriend it's broad daylight. Like I didn't want to be crazy, but I like I couldn't get the thought on my head. Yeah, so it's probably not that anything. Like it could have just been like a bear coming up to you or something, you know? Like but it was just like don't think it cuz you always think extremes. Like there's a good example where I freaked out on the highway once and I was like said to my husband, "Get off the road. Get off the road. I feel like there's a crash up there." There wasn't. It was somebody blew a tire and was on the side of the road. So he's like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm sorry." So it was just like it, Better we gotta, to be safe than sorry type thing? Yeah, don't be afraid. Just be, just acknowledge, like, okay, I feel it, I feel it. Or just tell your spirits, oh. like, um, maybe that's a little too extreme. Can you just let me know, like, <laughs> Can a you turn gently? it back a bit because I'm about to cry? <laughs> I feel like that, I feel like that gut uh, dropping feeling right now, like. Yeah, um, but you can tell them, like, if you're like, that's too intense, they'll have to, like, bring it down for you. But this is just present the bears and not a killer and I'll feel much better. (laughs) (laughs) So is it ever though just your imagination? Like Yeah. Do we not just ever have like silly thoughts or our imagination runs wild? Like are you saying that there it's always connected to some kind of higher energy or higher power? There's always a warning or a message or something in that feeling? You know, Laura, I I was thinking sorry to interrupt. I was thinking that too, but what I'm talking about are very specific, vivid thoughts popping into my brain. Like, you know what I mean? It's not just, um, you know, a strand of thoughts or anything. It's like out of nowhere, I'm sitting there and it's like, look outside the window, there's a killer. Like, that's what I'm talking about. That's why I brought it up even, you know, not like other times the imagination runs wild, but these are like, like mood, like change of mood, change of thoughts. Like this is where my head is at only, you know? Yeah. Or it could just be somebody just arrived in your space spiritually too and that's sort of what I'm feeling more than just like that just like it could just be like okay I feel uneasy there's something here and so the best way to to know if there's somebody here or if it's a message talk to your guides be like 
is that a message? And you'll hear clearly like, yeah. Or if it's oh like, okay, but if there's somebody here that doesn't have good feelings toward me, I don't want that person here. And they have to, they have to listen to you. Cause there's been stuff in my house and you have to, and you feel things and you're like, I don't want you here. And you have to put big boundaries and they can, they can leave. You don't have to always just accept that spirits can come in and out of your house. That's terrible. You wouldn't do that to a human. So you can totally be no. like, okay, is this a, is this a spirit or is this a message? And you'll know, you'll know. So the only time that I've ever had um, any, I guess, experience like this is I was in uh, my old uh, house and I was with a girlfriend from university and she, and we're, I don't know, we just thought we'd talk to the candle and watch the flame go. And mm-hmm. the only person who had ever been in the house, it was my ex's house and his grandparents built it. So nobody else had ever even really lived there. So I thought if anyone, it would just be his grandma who has passed. Um, so I just was like talking to the candle and every time I asked her a question specifically, the flame would enlarge really big and then flutter really fast, but there's like no AC or any vents or anything. So like after several, like maybe five, 10 minutes of it, I was like, I'm scared. And she stopped and brought the flame like almost out, but it was still on. Yeah. Yep. So they have to listen to you. My sister was saying that she, um, had, she's like, I see things all the time. Like I'll be laying on the couch and then there's like a kid there. I'm like, well, you have to put boundaries up. Like, so even if we've seen things walk through my bedroom and I will say my bedroom is off limits. I don't want to be woken by spirits. Like that's my time. You can't be in my room unless I ask you to. And they have to abide by that. And even with my sister, so she's like, you're not allowed to come past this line. And so she's like, they don't, I can see them like looking past the doorway, but they don't come in. So Oh my god. Goosebumps That's again. Yeah. I mean, it sounds so unbelievable, really, in a lot of I ways. Know. And but I think it just goes back to that whole fact if you are open to it, you might just be surprised on how much you will see or feel. And it's like going back to my mom and her being very open to these kinds of things and always has and same with my grandmother, her mom. Um where I have had encounters, well, I don't know if they're encounters, but situations happened where I felt something. And unfortunately, like my scenarios have been like kind of bad, like where I felt like something really bad's going to happen. I'm- yeah, we call it your sixth sense because you yeah. know when something bad can yeah. happen and usually to whom? Yeah. Um, I mean, I've had a situation where I just knew something was bad. I had no idea and found out that my ex-boyfriend's uh, friend's mom passed that night and uh, another situation was when I thought something really bad was going to happen it was like 10 30 in the morning I was talking to my husband and I said oh I don't know I just have this terrible feeling and he like kind of will humor me but at the same time he's like you're crazy like you're nothing's gonna happen but we then found out that my son's arm got dislocated like at that time at school so I mean you could call that a coincidence or you could call that being somewhat intuitive how I I think you know how would you ever differentiate between that and you keep mentioning that you have a mentor Mm -hmm. if can any normal person um and when I say normal I mean someone who's not like aware of any kind of intuitive type gift can they go to one of these mentors and be coached on how to yeah or do you like how do you seek these mentors out like how does that whole world of mediumship or intuitive ship 
yeah, uh, you know what? work? Like where, how, how did, how do you get into that? So they will find you. <laughs> That's how it worked with me. Interesting. Yeah. I knew you were going to say yep, that. They yeah. <laughs> it's just such a welcoming group. When they find it, they're like, you got this, you got, like, I've never been a part of a group um, that is so encouraging. And they're like, okay, you got this. You see this? Okay, keep going. Um, one of the strongest mediums I've ever met said that she was just interested, never ever had any gifts before. And so she started going to development groups and uh, she's incredible. She's doing um, psychic fairs all over and she's good. Um, so, and she's proud of it because she's like, she's like, no, I learned this. So we all have the ability. This is what I've been told anyway. We all have the ability, but it's up to us to choose if we want to um, explore it, you know. And some of us don't have a choice. Some of us are like me, um, where they just were relentless. Um, and But if you have a genuine interest, it just takes a little bit of opening. And this is the year of the awakening. So, and I know this is going to sound so hokey, but honest to God, it's known in the world of mediumship. Um, so... Before I talk about that, you did ask, how do people get into it? And you just go on Facebook and find groups in your area. It's that simple. There's a whole bunch of people. How do you know that's legitimate, though? Like, Because this is a whole other side of this yeah, business. They're usually called like mediumship development groups or spirituality development groups, um, psychic development groups. Um, just go check them out. Most of I've never met anybody who's not legit in those groups and those people really aren't there isn't one person like speaking from a pulpit saying you need to do this it's people like working together with energy and light and trying to to develop together yeah and I mean that's amazing because it feels like this is something that is still sort of an underground type Mm -hmm. world well or like an alternative like you know how naturopathy is you know an alternative it's just like another form I think so too and I think you'll see a lot of so 2020 is a really incredible year it's a shitty year (laughs) but it's also a really incredible year because um we're all being awakened to so many things you know um when you think about where we've come from January to now so many like so many influencers that have changed the world all of a sudden have fallen so many people that um that were supposed to be like these great people have fallen so our eyes are being awakened to some of the things that we shouldn't that shouldn't have happened but they're happening for a reason then we're also seeing that there's like a spiritual awakening where people are looking and seeking like i feel like there's something out there i feel like there's something more love is a big one everybody's talking about spread more love love and light love and light and you'll hear that from a lot more people because they truly believe it people are talking more about the universe instead of god i believe that the universe and god are the same but humans have bastardized um god to a point where it's it's almost it's almost lost the true meaning of it meaning religion not god um so spirituality just feels right it feels right to be in a state of love and light and not always fighting and so I think that 2020 is this really incredible year where people are learning to rest to love family to be close to to chill you know and and feel go by feeling you'll well hopefully 
And probably reflect inwards too, right? Like starting to take a minute and really reevaluate their lives, their decisions that they're making or planning on making or the direction they want to go in. Um, this It does feel like people are taking that step back. And, yeah, the hope. Yeah, like, you know, there's so many people that probably have wanted to start businesses or make some sort of like fairly significant change are doing so and they're feeling confident to do it and they're feeling now's the time to do it and this is all really coming from like what we're seeing on social media in a lot of ways right like just hearing people's stories and people becoming much more vulnerable Mm -hmm. and people owning mistakes or decisions and yes major public figures falling from grace uh and huge movements uh so i like i mean when you say it's the awakening and that you and or the mediumship world was sort of aware of that how like how what how did you guys know like what happened what gave you that feeling or that sense that 2020 mm-hmm. is going to uh, hit I get us into hard that, i am getting a message though that the biggest thing that we needed to learn from 2020 is that we do not have control so somebody told you that just now yeah yeah so wow <laughs> for for the majority of us we try to control too much and we yep. need to trust more into what the universe has. So, um, and you might have to remind me of your question because I think I have to tell you something also really important. So, tell us when we come when we come over to this side. So we call the other side is where our spirit lives. We choose our life path and things that happen to you. So being a part of 2020 is like a big deal. We've chosen to be part of this because it's going to really challenge us. And um, so we choose everything that happens to us and what all of our lessons are going to be. So we come over here and instead of just letting things happen and having our guides guide us through these, we decide that we know better and we're going to control it all. And so all of a sudden it's like, okay, so you guys are saying to the universe, I wish I had more downtime with my family. I wish I didn't have to work so hard. I wish I had some time off. I wish I, and the universe delivered. <laughs> so, um, wow. It didn't deliver. So we've been doing a pretty shit job up until now. <laughs> I think so. I mean, it's pretty awful that so many people have died. I mean, it's really awful. But those people chose to sort of be the sacrificed lamb, you know? <laughs> wow. That's a pretty controversial statement, yeah, I, was I think. I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it is controversial because a lot of people have different views on things like that, right? And it might be really hard to kind of come to terms with that sentiment if you've lost somebody absolutely and that's really hard because oh as a medium I see death so differently you know it's really sad to see somebody cross over but I'm almost so happy for them because every time I go to a funeral they're there and they're so happy (laughs) so and it's sad because I see family members who are just devastated that they're gone now there are times when people pass on and it's way too sudden I get that like children dying I just don't I just can't accept that but um yeah it's it's hard because I I want to be so compassionate with for these people but I'm also like but they're in a better place yeah you see it so differently and you know what that's probably really comforting for you um when you go through life it is actually I I would say that I I fear death differently now um so why would you fear death at all i yeah i don't want to hurt <laughs> that's what i don't want like don't don't let me die in a car crash because that would be awful um that kind of stuff but um i like even for suicides we can't feel 
bad for them. We've been conditioned to, to feel like they're going to hell because they committed suicide. They're so much happier. That was, we all have like what's called exit points and you get to choose where you're going to go. And for some, like um, a friend of mine, her father passed away and she's like, it was too soon. I'm like, but he finished everything he needed to. And so for him to to stay longer was going to put everybody else behind. So he chose to go at that time. And that's a weird message. And that's so hard to to relay that. But it was also hard for her to accept. But I think she you have to say what they're saying. And I think she understands. Did you see her dad there? Was he telling you that? Um, It was before he died. Oh. Um, And then after. I see her quite often. And so she's... She's still hurting, but she, she comes to me and she tells me things that she'll see. Um, her son sees him. Um, it's just really good, but she, she misses him. She just needs to learn how to be able to talk to him, and she's not sure how to do that yet. Right. And, you know, everything you're saying is really quite positive. Like, it is yeah. a nice sentiment. It's a nice idea, um, and I think it would do no harm for people to buy into it. And I don't say buy into it in like any kind of, with it meaning any kind of offense, but what's wrong with thinking about, okay, yes, obviously we're hurting on this side when we lose uh, someone close to us, but knowing that they're happy on the other side should give us some comfort. And like people always say, like the funeral is not for the dead. No. It is for the living. Yep because it's closure yeah, closure yeah, yeah we need to have that moment of like accepting they are gone we put them in a box or however yeah. you know. and they're always there to talk to you like my grandfather comes to talk to me all the time but I mean I think that's something that's so hard to be open to if you're not already because your grief is yeah. so overwhelming and or if you're someone who's just at a funeral as you know moral support you weren't close with that person necessarily but maybe your friend was or your partner was or something like that um so you you know you don't feel the same amount of grief but you're also not like super open to being like hey I really need to chat with this person that passed because I feel sad uh but yeah you know when you say pass over or they're so happy I think I probably in like more like Christian society we or Catholic I'll call it North American society that is sort of a heaven and a hell type call it religious society yeah 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 fair and that's sort of more of a heaven and hell idea but are you is like when you say that people are happy and they pass and they're so much happier on the other side you say like more of the soul this is not so mm-hmm. much the person because like is it accurate to say we're just kind of like the shell and then it's really the soul that does the passing over the soul is now happy on this other side and is there like a dark side and I use air quotes for that or is it really there is just call it heaven for lack of better words (laughs) yeah other side well yeah I would say it's heaven from like from from what I understand from books that I've read and from my mentor as well it's it really is like a place where there's like it's just everybody and we're we're just happy and we are we can be any gender we can be any essence we can be any race um and that's so funny that we we judge different races where we can be any race on the other side it's just baffling to me but I guess I'll understand when I'm I'm over there but um yeah it's just it's what about past life though too is that a mm -hmm. thing it's absolutely a thing 
And I believed, I was regressed, but I've believed that for so long because I just don't, I just couldn't understand why we would just live and then die. And so I always felt like I was here before. And, it, and so my, um, my mentor regressed me and it was true. So, and the people that are part of your family have always been part of your family, but they might be different. Like your dad could have been your husband in a past life. You know, my aunt was my mom in my past life and my mom was my sister in the past life. So it was, Aww. it's very interesting. I went to um, a psychic, I think I should call her. I don't know if that's <laughs> correct. Um, but she told me about my past lives, a few of them, like, and I don't know if it's true or like, I don't know. How do you know? <laughs> you you just believe, you won't know until you get to the other side. So like the way I think of it is, so everybody that you encounter, you're encountering for a reason. So if you have a major blow up with, with somebody in your life, um, that might be to um, to kind of correct something that happened in your past life. Or if you had a relationship with somebody in this life and it ended, you probably had had an attraction in your past life and never really felt it out and then you had to figure it out in this life so there's there's just like these karmic debts that you have to pay from life to life because you really do you're here to learn a lesson and if you kind of mess up those lessons in your past life then you still have some time to to make it up. so that's also kind of considered soul contracts right like you're again going back to the soul like it's the soul that moves around it's the soul that lives these lives that's why we're so uncomfortable in our bodies. That's my that's my theory anyway. We're always trying to change these bodies because on the other side we're we're so different, right? But in, on this side we we battle crazy body things. Well, that's a really interesting concept actually to think, you know, is that why we all strive for a different level of beauty, fitness, health um to change our bodies like with surgeries because we just can't settle because we're not meant to settle in that one body maybe i also think that we deal with a lot of addictions on this side and that probably factors into that so if we can overcome some addictions but there's some things that um we can't help so if you're addicted to plastic surgery and you have the finances to do that um what are you learning, right? So you got to overcome that kind of stuff. So uh, I, I personally think I have a food addiction. So um, I, I eat and then I'm like, oh, my body sucks, you know, and I got to figure out, but I'm not dealing with the actual issue. So I keep doing the same cycle. So think about all of that stuff. And on the other side, we don't need to worry about food. <laughs> we don't need to worry about sex. We don't need to worry about alcohol. It's all just beautiful good energy over there why would we be worrying about sex though we don't need to i don't know like it's so weird because they said that there's no sex on the other side so i was like cool oh well that is more worrisome for me (laughs) yeah jess is like i'm never dying yeah well i guess you find pleasure in different things right but um i don't know it's just really interesting well actually i'd like to go over there and not have an eating addiction myself because i just Mm -hmm. realized that today like I can't stop eating carbs, so I wonder what what I've done in my past lives to deserve this. (laughs) There's some great podcasts from James from Prague who who believes, and if you really want to go out there, this is controversial. He thinks that there's numerous worlds out there, and we are sent here to live our lives to, at least on this plane, to deal with addictions, and that's why 
it's such a big deal in our world. Like multidimensional, like in the other world, we're better. Yeah. like So we're living simultaneously. Know, like, like other universes. And yeah. So but the, like, how does that work with the soul, though? Because if our, do our souls divide or is can the soul live? No, no, no. So like you'll take your turns to go to different oh, okay, spots. That's that's at least what I got from the podcast. That was the first time I'd ever heard that. So I was like, whoa, you went there. <laughs> so that kind of conversation is like when you think about space. Well, for me, mm-hmm. it's so vast. Like I can't comprehend it. So it like becomes stressful, you know? Yeah, same, right? Yeah, it's uh, these things are almost unfathomable, right? And And that was one of the things I wanted to say is that we're really just scratching the <laughs> surface of intuitiveness or mediumship awareness awareness around everything because you know we can't talk forever although we would like to um (laughs) we honestly would honestly i would i would love to talk to you (laughs) weekly like tell me more stuff but i i even like just getting the small things from you like how you said we can talk to them like I think having that reminder or or reminding myself of that would like alleviate a lot of my like worrisome stress like, yeah. about killers and you stuff. You need to tell them that they're <laughs> you and your killers. They're doing it the wrong way and they're freaking you out. <laughs> they're scaring so, me. So, yeah. Yeah. But I wouldn't even have even considered mm-hmm. that I mean, it was more likely that a killer was walking down the driveway than I could talk to like a guide or whatever, yeah. you know? So a spirit I'm, or an energy. Okay, okay, two things. First of all, sometimes when I close my eyes or even sometimes when they're open, I see like what looks like waves, but it's like little okay. dots. I always thought that was energy. Is it does it flow like that? It can. So, especially if it's white. Okay. White light is like the purest light, and if you want to protect yourself, which I, I recommend everybody play with the white light, like imagine like a bubble around you. So it could be the beginning of that like, "Hey, don't forget this. We can help you." Um, so the white light is like almost like the veil between us and the other side. And it's like amazing. Okay. The other thing I wanted to ask you was, um, about spirit guides. So I've been told by people that we have like, you know, a set number of them and they could be alive people, dead people. Like, do you, can you tell us more about them? Uh, yeah. And I'm just exploring them. Um, yes, you can have numerous and they can interchange so you have some that are here for a little while some that are here for your entire life you have a like a senior one that's with you for everything um i don't think that they're alive um but like if they pass on they could then take over for one of them which is i think happened to me my great grandmother passed away when i was younger and she's been around me quite a bit so um and then there are some so my mentor actually made us do like meet your guides meditation and it was interesting because there were so many like hey I'm I'm the one that's going to work with you right now because you need to use your voice and I was like whoa okay that's cool and then somebody like else said that exact wording to you yep yeah it was crazy and I could see her she was a girl this bubbly girl that could have been me um, and she's like, you need to learn to use your voice. And that's what I'm going to teach you. And she really did. And then there was another one that I couldn't see. It was almost like he was blurred out. I could tell it was a, a man. And they're like, you're not ready for me yet. So it was really interesting. And there's oh some that are there for like direction, one for safety. I think I need because I'm not very good at my car. <laughs> so I've been told that I need somebody need just to like. those. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, me too. Um. And, like, the one that I think isn't ready to show himself yet, and at least this was, like, a year ago, 
is because I I'm being called to do something with this gift but I just don't know what it is yet and I've got to like figure it out (laughs) so then you think he'll come yeah can you see like our guides right now no but I feel I feel people around you for sure me or Lauren both who's going to Europe who had a trip booked somewhere I had a trip booked not not to Europe okay but you have you have a credit though right yes you need to go to Europe and I'm specifically seeing like Greece or somewhere in the oh my god oh my god <laughs> full goosebumps Greece is like the place I always wanted to go I was wanted to go there for my honeymoon but yes it was oh. meant to be a family trip uh to Mexico and obviously due to COVID didn't happen had to cancel so forget Mexico you go to Europe yeah so this has been a, a gift for you as well um I feel like you need this that's what I've been hearing. Oh my you, God, you I need so this. need this. <laughs> I need a trip. I need to hear the same thing too. And then we'll tell my boyfriend, this is what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, really. But yeah, can you, can you see or hear anything for Jess? Yeah. So I'm, I'm seeing, is your grandmother gone? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, okay. So what is the connection with her and your boyfriend though? There isn't one. Is there, there, Okay. Did she leave her rings behind? You're not engaged yet, are you? No. And she, as far as I know, she didn't. But she died like 10 years okay. ago. Well, there's something that's going to be given to you that's connected to your boyfriend, your grandmother. There is something big happening to you. I also feel like you're going to have a kid. And I don't even know if that's in your cards. But, like, you probably name your child after her. Like, really? Well, I'm named after my, yeah. my middle name is named after her. Okay. Um... But what do you mean so you don't even really know if that's in my cards? No, you're definitely going to have a kid. <laughs> really? Because I was never sure if I was going to have a kid. <laughs> no. I see you with a little girl. Really? What'd she look like? Oh, well, that would be just karma for Jess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but only... But I just see you with one child. Yeah. Well, I always said that if I if I ever did have a kid, I would definitely probably only have the one. So this is why you're not traveling. Oh, I'm not pregnant right now. <laughs> no, no. Right? Not yet. Not yet. Not, soon, not yet. right? <laughs> but I feel like it's going to be a surprise. Like, when it happens, you're going to be like, oh, my God. And your boyfriend's going to be totally shocked. So. Oh, God. <laughs> but it's going to be a good thing for you guys. And then it's like a whirlwind of stuff. So, like, I see, like, marriage and, and I see kid for sure. Wow. When? And, like, wow. what I see for you is, like, really cool. I don't know. Like, not Tell knowing me. you at all. Like. I see you guys, like, as, like, this fun trio, like, really recreational, like, doing fun, like, crazy stuff together. Oh, my God. That's Are you guys, so... like, water lovers? <laughs> um, yes. So, he lives in St. Catharines, and it's so funny. I, just today, I painted a piece of driftwood and with little waves on it uh, because it's, like, the connection. The lake is the connection between our homes. And, uh, yeah, we're always swimming whenever we're by water and stuff. We try to go to the beach every day. <laughs> okay. Yep. So you guys, yeah, you'll definitely be like boating or paddleboarding. I don't know. Like the three of you guys. Kayaking. Could be like the, <laughs> yeah. Like I, I see have the, a kayak. Do you? Okay. So yeah. I see the three of you guys on the water and like this little girl is like the cutest little tomboy. Oh, you're going to have oh so much God. fun. You're going to have so much Can fun. Can you tell me what she looks like? Do you know? I'm seeing. So here's the thing though. This is all like. It could be in my my bank as like what I what I picture the cutest little girl is. So 
I see her with a little like curly bun on the top of her head, a little bl- like dirty blonde. Wow. Wow, that's Jess. crazy. Yeah, she's going to be a good mix. Aww. Well, that wasn't fair. You gave more info to Jess. <laughs> I gave some to you <laughs> before. Yeah. So I did talk to Lauren earlier and I did I know. see some, another, another child coming, but not connected to her husband. It's my child and then. I also... <laughs> Could that be and it? I also... No. I don't think so. I think that a kid is going to come into the home, but it's not really connected to her husband. So it could be like, I don't know, like an acquisition of some sort or somebody needs you to take care of the kid. Even if it's like, you know, the teenager has become so unruly. So the your sister or whoever wants you to take care of the child for a little bit. So I'm just seeing it. Wow. I mean, I'm not going to go into it on the show, but there's so many things about that that I could get into and it really is it it freaks me out in all honesty um but at the same time like I love that you're telling me this because I feel in a way if this is going to happen I can prepare or I now in a way prepare Mm -hmm. um I also feel like there's some changes happening career-wise but I see them all as good things the one thing I don't know is maybe you're going to come up with like it's gonna be a hard decision either you're gonna get promoted or something changes at work or you're gonna have a move to a different workplace that's sort of the same but with a little bit more um, responsibility nice very interesting Mm -hmm. very and and I'm really hopeful on that because that's what I am (laughs) hoping for yeah really good things um so sorry and Spirit's telling me just to make sure that you and your husband do spend time together alone without kids. Ooh. Interesting. We just shipped the kids off to my parents uh, yesterday. Oh, good. So good, good. that's good to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, this was so cool that you just did that on the show for us and our listeners will be able to hear that. Um, and obviously, it's taking Jess and I's all our strength to not like want to go and go. I want to ask you a million more things. <laughs> like, what Aww. else do you see? <laughs> but you know, I I just really appreciated you mentioning my grandma, um, because her and I weren't really that close. But like I said, I do have her name, and and she lived in BC, and so I didn't really um, know her as much as I would have liked to. But it's it's really sweet that you saw her. Yeah, and she has Aww. good energy. She has a really good energy. You know, she was somebody who um, had a really shitty life, I think, for a while. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm really glad that her energy is over there and good. Yeah, we're all good on the other side. <laughs> yeah. That's really nice. Well, so you just saying all that stuff, and I mean, it's so like, ugh, gives me chills, but also so many other emotions. Um, but a question I feel like, if you're somebody that has this gift that you have, that people that know about it would probably start asking you, mm-hmm. and these are probably the stigmas and misconceptions, why can't you win the lottery then? And why can't you solve that crime or that murder? Why can't predict you and, predict, yeah. like, what's going to happen? And, you know, all just the things that I think probably a lot of TV and movies and media makes us think is how this works. So... Can you kind of like unpack that a little bit and explain like that's just not how it works or maybe it is how it works. Yeah. So there's two rules of thumb, really. It's you can't use this for personal gain and there's always free will. 
So, mm. you know, a, a medium told me a long time ago that I was going to have three children. And I was like, oh, hell no. So I <laughs> made the conscious decision that. to have one. <laughs> yeah. So there is free will. And you really can't. You can't win the lottery. You can't. You can probably predict it for somebody else and let that person win. But it's never supposed to be used for personal gain ever. Like, but with that being said, so are you choosing not to let it be? For personal gain like do numbers speak to you or no sometimes I'll feel okay. it like I'll just I'll say to my husband like can you get a lottery ticket I just feel like we should get a lottery ticket today and then we'll win a free ticket or we'll win five bucks or we'll win 20 bucks like it's not even a bit oh but God. I just kind of feel if it I won 20 bucks I'd be so happy I know right <laughs> <laughs> and I'm always grateful I always am like thanks guys needed that <laughs> you know but um yeah. you can't be for personal gain and um because that's using it not for good not for the good reason so the reason why we all have yeah. this and we're all that's why being part of these development groups when you're in there you feel good energy because they're just good people is because you want to help the world and that's that's why you use it yeah and i think that is makes total sense to me anyway is that if you are using it for personal gain i think there is always a bit of negativity or evil that could come with that Mm -hmm. because you get greedy exactly and we as humans I think are naturally inclined to that probably because of free will and I think if you were like oh I'm gonna win the lot I can predict to win the lottery and then you win the lottery and then you're like that's not enough and because we're also insatiable right so you're just constantly on this path of greed at the end of the day so I mean I think it's a great thing that it can't be used for personal gain but at the same time damn yeah <laughs> well it'd be nice to win the lottery here and there here and yeah, there yeah but then what are you gonna learn right well I could I could pay to learn stuff it's <laughs> true I saw a meme the other day it's like money can't buy you happiness it's like uh I think every single problem in my life would be fixed with money so yeah it could. I mean I can't really disagree <laughs> right now I could use a little bit of money yeah and a trip yeah but what you but your point is that it's all about learning right yeah it's all about learning and so when you when you look at hardships that are put in place don't think like oh poor me this sucks be like okay hold up what am I supposed to learn from this and really check in with your guides and they'll help you figure it out so how do you remember to do that like when in the midst Um, but not just that but it's so hard to like not feel down or frustrated or angry like you know when you don't get the job or something bad happens you just instantly kind of want to blame something you want somebody else to be responsible for your discomfort or your unhappiness so I think that's where humans need to like more learning and we've talked about this on the show before is just like if we could be taught certain things at from a very young age even something like that like okay rather than getting mad because you didn't win or you didn't get that job or you didn't get say that person you asked out didn't say yes to you stop and think like why and maybe you need to change something about yourself or maybe you need to change something about your situation or obviously you just need to change your mindset so I you know this kind of seems like it goes hand in hand with manifestation yeah because even the stop and think about why you're now distracting yourself from the negative dwelling and then instantly like going on a different trajectory into a even if it's like not necessarily the most positive uplifting mindset it's just still 
stopping and halting that mindset, right? Yeah. And also, things are happening for you, not to you. So if you didn't get that job, it's probably protecting you from something else that's going to happen that's not so great. So when they do say that when that door closes, another one opens, yeah, you got to keep trying those doors because the one will open. Um, And I think that those lessons, if you don't get the job, is like, okay, so learn to that you're not, not everything's going to come to you that easily. You have to work for some things. Okay, now I have to change this. So things are happening to make you a better person, to, to help you get sort of elevated. And I, I think to help you grow. And I think that there's some people that have made the, made the ultimate sacrifice. And I never thought about this until my mentor said it. Like, Donald Trump looks like the biggest ass in the world, but maybe we should stop and stop thinking that he's so terrible and be like, maybe he decided to really sacrifice himself and his reputation by coming here and being this big doofus to shake up the world, to create change. To get us all back because we needed that for sure. Yeah, like, you know, and I really do think about this Rachel Hollis thing, like for she helped so many women. All of a sudden women were feeling like, okay, we can do stuff. We can do this. We can believe in ourselves. We can, we got this. And then she's getting a divorce and now she's this big scam artist from what people are saying online. But we have to stop and think, maybe that was her sacrifice. Maybe she needed to get people to wake up, stand on their own, so that she can now have a rest. Yeah, so she kind of, so. and just to give some context, Rachel Hollis is like a major, well, she started as like an influencer mm-hmm. and then she built sort of an empire through her own belief system and kind of being that go-getter girl. But yeah, she did fall from grace a little bit very recently when she announced that she's having a divorce. So it's really interesting that you say that because it's funny people are turning on her quickly because like oh my god you've been out here promoting like just do this and your marriage will be great and do that and like this is how we do it and this is how we've worked through it all these years of marriage and so successful and then flip a switch and now she's like oh yeah we've been trying and it's not working out now we're getting a divorce but I think with the message that we're people are always missing because we're we seem to always be looking for the negative right we want it to we want to come down on people all the time even our peers are close like it just why are we so negative but just more on that point feel better to compare i guess but the thing is we didn't see we're not looking at the bigger picture that she laid a foundation for who knows how many hundreds of thousands of women to take some power back and feel empowered and like trust in themselves have that confidence and go for what they want and yes now okay people might be less likely to take her lessons Rachel Hollis's lessons because she now stands for something different but but what April's saying is like she did her part and now she deserves a rest and I guess that will start yeah. her like on a new journey a new or something. Path, yeah. But it makes no sense that why anyone would be mad at her. Like she's all she's preaching is strength for women. She's in something that's not working for her anymore. Why? Like that makes no fucking sense. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot though. There's just so much with um people that are here that you're just like, that guy's stupid. He's awful. What's going on? Or you could be working with like the, the world's worst boss. And you're like, I hate her. But you have to figure out why she was brought into your world. Why is she in your face right now making this the most difficult season of your life? Instead of looking at it like, she's just a bitch. 
you have to be like, what am I, what do I have to do? What am I learning? What's my learning? Yeah. Because that's why we're all brought in. And I guess in those situations, some of those lessons are just to learn how to have a tougher skin, how to be more confident in yourself, how to just be stronger, take some of that harshness from somebody else and know that you're going to wake up the next day. Like you can do this, you can push forward. So perseverance, like I, I do, when you talk these things out, you really can find the lesson. And I guess that goes to being open again, yeah. right? If you're not open to it, you won't find those lessons. You won't hear the messages. You won't be willing to see that maybe this is happening for a specific reason to help you in the long run. But if you are open and even just right now, like going through my memory bank of situations, I'm like, yeah, and I do kind of see the correlation to that was a lesson and this is this was the outcome and that it turned out all right. Like everything kind of happened for the good at the end usually works out okay I don't want to be you know bringing darkness to a nice conversation or like anything but like what about the flip side you know things are are supposed to make us stronger but what about the people that have faced horrible evils um what are they supposed to learn yeah sometimes so I only know from what I've read through Sylvia Brown who some people say that she was not real, but honestly, she has written some of the best books on this topic. I used to watch Sylvia Brown and John Edward, Edward I think his name. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, I used to watch both of them all the time. And James Van Prague is a great one. He's got a great podcast. Um, so I only know a little bit. So people can choose light or darkness. And if they choose darkness, they're actually stuck here. <laughs> so... Are you predisposed to that though? Like is that as a soul, is that something that you your soul just has continued to choose or can the soul change Interesting. That, those choices? <laughs> Sylvia Brown actually says that the soul has to be rescued. So if you're oh. a terrible man, you can, if you die, then you can like hop into somebody else's, like a woman's body and like become the baby. That's what she says. I don't know how much I believe in it, but it's an interesting theory. Um, and there's angels she says that angels will come down and try to like intercept those spirits and then take them to the other side and try to rehabilitate them so okay but that's for the people who are evil but what about the innocent children <sighs> who aren't evil like the people that experience like horrific tragedies and yeah themselves like and, I, and their children they're not choosing yeah like for example someone who's abused yeah it'd be unfair i think to not mention it yeah, that one I don't know as much about, but what I can give you is one situation. Um, so my my cousin had um, a baby who was stillborn, and um, it's it's really hard. But her baby actually came to me and said she has to experience this loss so that she can help other women who have this this loss. So she has to be a part of this like group and she has to lead this group and she has to really not get over the grief but like use the grief to help other women and that's her life thing but she's not there yet but she's getting there and that's really hard because you can't say to somebody this has happened for a reason but it's happened so that you can help hundreds of other people mm-hmm. so it's hard. There was another woman. That makes sense. Yeah. There's another woman who, it's not evil, but it's like, and I can't talk about the kids that have been murdered and that's awful. But um, I think um, 
another situation was this one little boy little boy he was like a teenager and he fell skateboarding or snowboarding and so now she's an advocate for wearing helmets so these things I mean it seems coincidental but like she wouldn't have done that if this didn't happen so of course she wouldn't why would she even think of it right right so and sometimes we become lax with our with our kids like oh you're just on your scooter go ahead you can go without your helmet and then the kid gets hit by a car you know so it's just awful stuff um oh god don't put any of that in the universe. no i know <laughs> so <laughs> well, that's what happened. it happens though like you know no, it's true yeah and i i yeah. mean i always was told in my family like there is such a thing as good and evil and like you say light or darkness whatever you want to name it um so it makes sense like if if the souls make those choices um that would inspire like good or evil right um but just from what you've said about like oh you can't tell somebody that like oh you're my bait your baby your stillborn baby came to me and said this that sort of takes us into like the kind of shitty side of probably mediumship and being intuitive and having this gift where there is going to be that group that's just like you're crazy not welcoming or you just have some very severe mental illness yeah. like, how it's do happened. you cope with that did you think you were crazy yourself <laughs> yeah. at one point like oh for sure because <laughs> you're like is this my imagination and then through mentorship they're like nope nope this is not this is totally normal what you're seeing and what you're hearing is totally normal um but there have been times when people are like how would you know that how would you know that and they start freaking out or like I would say somebody's name and they're like, I'm out. I'm out of here. Like, I actually had a neighbor run out of my house because she couldn't handle it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'll know things before somebody says it. My business partner always says, she's like, get out of my head. I'm like, I can't help it. I'll just know when somebody is about to email me. I don't know. I just, yeah, it's all around. Well, me. sometimes that <laughs> must be pretty cool and efficient. Yeah. <laughs> no. Don't need to waste time. Very efficient. Probably, but then there's other things where I can feel somebody else's energy and I was like whoa somebody's thinking about me hard what's going on you know so but you don't know who no and then that person will end up messaging me about something or um or I'll get called to like so I get called a lot by spirits to like sit down and write or meditate like I actually feel this like physical push to like sit down and do stuff and so I'll get these messages and then I'll be like oh god now I have to tell these people what this is (laughs) and so that's the hardest part because you're like so I have this message you're probably gonna think and it's like written word for word you're probably gonna think I'm crazy but don't because I've had this for a while I don't know how to tell you this but blah 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 and then it's usually oh my god <laughs> that's usually what but i get like back, strangers so. or like people you know usually people i know like have you ever so. had to drive to some stranger's house or find some stranger and tell them no but i like if we're at a well i was at a party for my friend and i did readings for for people um that i had never met before so that was cool when you came on this call today, did you feel like a certain vibe talking to us? Um, to be honest with you, it took me a while to get into the vibe. So I've been trying to, I'm going on vacation tomorrow. So I'm trying to like wrap up all this work stuff and get kids situated and get everything tidied up and packed. So it wasn't until like 15 minutes before the call, I was like, okay. And so I, what I did was I tapped into my guides. I'm like, okay, I need all the stuff that I dealt with today gone. 
and I need to I need to feel stuff and so it was funny because I before I sat down I was like I forgot their names and I could hear clearly it's Lauren and Jessica I'm like cool okay I'm I'm here (laughs) okay and then um I could see some little things like like little things that were coming but it was coming too fast for me to to figure out so and uh and so it came out later, like the grease thing and the kid thing and the grandmother. So so you have to cool. really like clear your mind, like really yeah. like explain how you do that. Like do you just literally say brain empty out of the day <laughs> and yep. now I'm yep. just like a gateway, open the gates for all of the energies and the spirits and the guides and everything to filter in and I'm listening yeah so what I do do is I really you totally could do that so what you do is you sit quietly and you close your eyes but try it now just close your eyes I am and and imagine like white light and so when I see it I see it like my eyes are closed but I see it behind my eyes like just all white around me and it's a bubble okay is it weird that that happened before you even said it all I saw was so much bright light okay it's probably that's probably amazing. I don't know if it was me, but that's perfect. That's what you want. So the white light is your go-to. So if you ever feel like you're having that killer guy coming to you, bubble it. That's why I tell my son all the time, bubble it. Just bubble it. Get into what a do you white mean, light. Bubble it. That's just my word to say. Put like, the white light around. Put it. yourself into a white bubble. Yeah. So like so, visualize myself being surrounded by my a mom white says bubble? that to me all the yep. time. She's like, you can be open. Mm-hmm. Just call on the white light and. To be fair, like, I'll be like, Mom, you're crazy. But even though I know she's not and she's had so many encounters, I still say it because I think for me, I want it, but I'm scared. I I definitely am scared. Like, you telling me to close my eyes right now and visualize, I'm scared of what I might see. I did for one second, but I'm also, I'm also not (laughs) clearing out my brain right now because I am focused on the conversation. I'm like really into it and like really want to, you know, have this conversation. So I'm, I've sort of thought to myself, okay, I'll I'll do it after when I'm alone tonight and I can sit. But then at the same time, the fear voice comes into my head and is like, no, you won't because you're too scared to do this. So, but honestly, it is the safest thing you can do. Hands down. It is the safest. And my son does it too. Like it, it is when you visualize that white light, you're connected to the spirit world, but in a loving embrace almost. So like nothing can come into that. You're totally But that would be the safety net anyways. So even spirit world or not, that's you protecting yourself, right? Absolutely. And so when you're in a situation- what you need to do. Yeah. Even if you're in situations where you're feeling, um, where you're feeling like, uh, uh, I don't know, like negativity, you can bubble it. And that's what I, I keep calling it that. I bubble get it. it. That makes uh, sense. White light it. Yeah. <laughs> well, like we said before, you know, having this call, we're really just like having this conversation. We're really just scratching the surface of mediumship. Yeah. I mean, you've said many terms that I don't think most people will probably know. And I would love like a glossary of all of that um, yeah. to share. But yeah, like we're like... Uh, I think you called it soul regression or past life regression. Yeah, past life yeah, regression. Yeah, and like, yeah. Um, so things like that, I mean, are all different just terms that we don't use in our day-to-day vocabulary because we're just not part of it, for the, I think the majority of people yeah. anyway. Um, but like, is it really as simple as just sort of like closing your eyes, 
being open to the white light and allowing that kind of energy to come through or or is it more than that yeah and talking to your guides talking to them so if you're like I just kind of want to like put my toe in it (laughs) do something to me that's going to be like not scary you know like something I can handle so the first thing I did was like imagine the white light and then say like you know if you want to if you want to communicate with me um do it so that I can like I'm not going to be scared so I started off with songs on the radio and so now my spirits will play songs on the radio that need to get my attention so um my dog is a pain in the butt he's such a bad dog (laughs) so he ended up getting out of his crate while I was at the grocery store and when I got in the car and his name is Rocket the Elton John song Rocket Man started playing and I was like wait a minute I was like listening to Sia there was no way that this was on the Spotify playlist and so sure enough when I got home Rocket was out of his crate and so I'm like thank you for telling me that so like just tell them to like start slow so I had a dream uh, a couple nights ago which included my grandparents who have both passed but I was very very close with both of them they were my strongest memories growing up are of my uh, with my grandparents and a little while before I can't really say how long maybe a month or two before maybe not that much I had sort of in my mind said I wish I could see them like I I don't really have any reason. I just, I miss them. It's been quite a few years that both have passed, but I just had such a loving connection with them both and they were such an important part of my role. I just felt like I think it would be comforting. It would be nice. And I really was allowing myself to be open to that. And I had a dream and it included both my grandparents. And there was a difference where it wasn't like a dream feels. It felt more real. I don't really know how to explain something like that um I don't know if anybody knows how to explain stuff like that but it felt like comforting like it really did feel at ease with that presence and they didn't speak and they're just sort of there in a familiar place in my dream Mm -hmm. but I just kind of was embraced by them and I was very upset in the dream and so I went to them for this comfort and I woke up feeling happy and comforted and uh, it's my dad's parents, and yep. so I messaged my dad saying, just so wanted to let you know, like, I saw grandma and grandpa in my dream, and it was really comforting, and I felt love, and he's not someone who really buys into anything, let's call it supernatural, um, but those kinds of things that I would tell him are comforting to him, too, and I think because I was, like, comforted by it, so... Um, is that kind of like a way to ease into it? Yeah, I think so. If you're comfortable with it, then I absolutely. And that was a another way when I started becoming uh, more awake again, like the second wave. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's how people came to me. We're, we're in dreams, and um, and the 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 biggest one was uh, there was this gentleman that I worked with, and he he was so awesome, and he came to me in a dream doing his own antics and he's like you got to tell my buddy this and he gave me a message and I was like and I woke up and I was like well I'm not telling him that (laughs) what am I gonna no (laughs) how am I gonna say that to him and so I guess like the following week he came back he's like you didn't say anything he really needs you to give me to give him this message and I was like fine so this was like 2012 and uh so I looked at his friend's Facebook page and he was really depressed 
and so I told him the message and it wasn't for like a little bit later like it was well received and then a little bit later he's like I needed that because I was actually thinking of committing suicide myself. Oh my god. And I was like whoa. Wow. Okay. Wow. So I think like, that happened for me too to be like you have this you need to help people so. Absolutely. Yeah. But, yeah. Especially because everyone doesn't have this like this is truly a gift um mm-hmm. and uh it's it's super comforting i'm sure for other people to get these messages i can't even imagine even just a small thing i'm sorry i can't get over the fact that you said my grandma's here <laughs> um and she had like a little greenhouse in her house all these things are coming back to her right now like her greenhouse and i'm sitting surrounded by all my plants right now um wow. And it just reminded me of her and like We'll be open to it now, (laughs) Jess. Like that's awesome. Tonight I am. I'm feeling so emotional. Open (laughs) up and maybe she'll come to you and have a message for you. I think so. Yeah, like okay, I just have one last question about it. Sure. Do you do this for your dog? Like, um, do you do thoughts for your pets come into your mind as well? Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, do they have yeah. past lives and stuff? I'm not sure about that, but I know you can communicate with them. So my dog will know if, even if I'm not acting differently, but I'm thinking that I'm leaving and he has anxiety. So then he starts acting weird. So, um, and he sees spirits in the house too. So, well, they say animals have sixth sense, right? Like they yeah. sense things that we don't necessarily, it's always the dog or cat on the end of the bed and like, completely dark quiet room just sits up and like is staring which I hate that and I don't like experiencing that and they can hear you telepathically too so you can have conversations with them I know they can I used to talk with my dogs all the time she understood what I was saying I know it everything yeah (laughs) so I know and he's like right on my lap he's just like okay you're done yeah he's like enough (laughs) oh well I mean we have we have kept you for so long but like literally the best conversation ever thank you I loved every second of this (laughs) yes thank you because I still feel like I'm like a newbie with this so that's great oh and I know and we chatted a little bit before we um decided to do the episode uh but and and so you have said like you're not really a practicing medium where you don't have a business with it and you're actually in the social media business which is really cool also yeah. uh so, but i you know i, I want to put it out there for our listeners because i think you know even just connecting with you about things that not necessarily to have a reading but maybe someone's interested in learning how to get more into it or interested in the groups and is just looking for resources on like ones that you know that are legitimate or where to start um or if you're open to it also for reading so would you be willing to give your um like like instagram handle or email where where people tell us where people can find you sure you can find me on instagram at april monroe so it's a-p-r-y-l-m-u-n-r-o um and i will try to help you as out so (laughs) So. sorry you said you are doing readings people can like reach out to you yeah I don't do them very often but yeah okay (laughs) like I said I I don't feel called to do the readings it sounds really weird I'm still trying to figure it out but I feel like I'm supposed to help people through my training with like social media media and that so I'm not sure what that is yet (laughs) so okay well we are 
on board. Like we want to be part of your journey. We want to know where it leads to you. So please keep us in the loop. Um, Definitely would love to have you back on the show. Would love it. To talk more. And just thank you so, so much for doing this with us tonight. And can't wait to chat with you again. Seriously. (laughs) Well, thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much, April. Thank you so much. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.